gun line, gun line, gun line. We got a fire mission coming down, y'all. I'm your host, Lopez. You're listening to the On the Gun Line podcast, where we shoot the shit like we did out in the field, having those conversations with no fucking censorship, no filter, no judgment. With that being said, I'm Lopez, and as always, we have our co-host, Ole Hunt, who was missing in action last week with them luscious locks. Yeah, I was missing in action last week, man. Yeah, he was. Had some grown-up things to do last week. Oh, you had grown folk business? (laughs) Yeah. Yes, sir. Ain't nothing wrong with that, my man. So, just to let the fellas know here, on today's agenda, uh, there will be some talk later on regarding the Hot D. Um, We will get into that. However, prior to that, I know that um, I'm not the only one that has this going on. Um, But I seem to wake up every motherfucking day. Every day. And it never fails between 2.45 and 3.10 in the morning. Every fucking day. It's, It's aggravating. I don't know why the fuck I've been doing it. I've been doing it for years years and of course the va wanted to put me on fucking um uh trazodone um nah i'm good chief um last night i had a nightmare woke up from that one i was pretty fucking weird and what i hate about my nightmares hunt i don't know about you um my nightmares have to do with over there but it it's almost like a shit that never occurred or it's just like weird shit that happened and it gets like exaggerated in the nightmare. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do you have any issues like that at all? Oops, excuse me. Jesus. Excuse me. So I have dream. I have dreams about being over there. And just like you said, some of them is like situation that we were never in. I'm like, why the fuck am I having dreams about this shit? But those are not the ones that really just like freak me out. I'm just like, when I do have nightmares, those those aren't the ones that freak me out. Mm. It's just like, what the fuck? Like, I don't want to be back in this motherfucker. I'm done. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, know. I, I had a nightmare Sunday, Saturday. Well, Friday night going Saturday morning. That, that it really took me out of my whole groove, man. I was just fucking, I was in a funk the whole day, man. And then I had a similar, I was starting to have another nightmare like that last night. But for whatever reason, I woke myself up out of it. Dude, I love it when it's so that you can get yourself out of like, you know, where it's like one of those, um, you're aware of what's going on around you. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And, but you're able to either bite your, that's what I do. I start biting my lip real hard or my tongue to cause me pain and to wake me up. But yeah, man, um, a lot of those times what I end up waking up doing is I give myself something to munch on real quick. And I turn on the tube, like onto Family Guy or South Park episodes and shit. You know, just to um, kind of relax the brain, because what ends up happening with me, I end up having like two different conversations in my head. All right. And I don't know if if you've had this or not, but I start talking to myself in my head, literally, you know, asking questions, answering questions. Like there's two different conversations yeah. going on, bro. And it's fucking aggravating the shit, man. You know, I, you and, know, it's crazy, I mean, man. Yeah. <coughs> I talked to my therapist about that same thing. Years ago, when I was in Fort Seal, I was like, "Yeah, is it normal to have conversations with yourself? Like, literally, like, like it's like I'm addressing like, how do I put this? Like, if if it was like, say it was like me and you or whatever, but I would be talking for you and I'd be talking to myself, talking Mm -hmm. as myself. 
I was like, is that normal? And she really didn't say it was, but she was like, uh, so move wrong. <laughs> Started writing you know, shit down. <laughs> and that's one of the things I wanted to, to discuss last week was like, you know, there's sometimes, you know, thoughts that I have that I don't think are normal, but I think um, are, you know what I mean? Like if I was to voice them out loud, like I would commit myself, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I mean, obviously, I'm not going to do a lot of the things that I think of, but I don't know, man. It just it starts fucking with me and I hate that shit. And a lot of it circles around with GWAT. You know, a lot of the questions that I have and I answer, you know, I I haven't found an answer to, you know, but um, I'd like to pose those questions to you, maybe have a conversation about it. And the listeners out there, um, I'd like for you all to to write back and. I'll keep it anonymous, man. Just hit me up on the gunline at gmail.com, you know, and um, I'd like to know what your thoughts are. You know what I'm saying? And um, if you haven't done so, let me do my stupid plug. Make sure you, uh, you know, like, and subscribe, whether you're on the YouTube or if you're on the podcast platforms, just do me a favor and like and subscribe. Let's get these algorithms going. But without further ado, you know, let's get this show on the road, baby. Let's go. Before we do that, I do have a... Uh, some stuff I do want to talk about real quick, just to, to break the tension, you know, before we jump into that. So I'd like to go ahead and just uh, share my screen really quick with the uh, audio sound. And um, if you're viewing this on the YouTubes, uh, shout out to Mandatory Fun Day on TikTok. Uh, dude had me fucking dying, but it's a, a lot of shit that he says. It's just like, yeah, you know what? That's fucking true, man. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, somehow or another, I just lost it all. Where the fuck did it go? There it is. All right. And here we go. We're going to make you wake up early as fuck for work. Well, that doesn't seem too bad. I mean, lots of people have to wake up early for work. You hear it? Yeah, and then mm-hmm. we're just going to make you sit there for like five hours. That sounds like a total waste of everybody's time. Yeah, it is. But you're going to do it? A lot. What are we waiting for? Nobody knows. Um, yeah, nobody knows. So get fucked. <laughs> so, yeah, shout out Mandatory Fun Day, man. It's uh, this little series, I guess he does, called, you know, like if the military were, were the fucking were to tell the truth or some shit like that. And God damn, is that not the most fucking real shit there, man? Yeah, there was a lot of hurry up and wait. Yes. Especially, especially range days, bro. Those days fucking... Uh, what was it called? When the goddamn CG had to fucking change out. And we oh, had my God. Hurry up and wait. And then... Motherfuckers be Wait. falling out. <laughs> yeah. That shit was fucking awesome. Yo, how many motherfuckers you ever see fall out uh, during those command? Uh, what are they? What were they called? Uh, Change command. Yeah, but the passing review. How many motherfuckers so, you ever see? <laughs> not not during passing review. Oh God, no. <laughs> I haven't seen anybody like because at that point, you know, everybody's kind of like they kind of break it and they kind of like doing their shaking off and passing review, and everybody's like attention, and everybody's kind of quick mm-hmm. little shake it off or whatever. Get that blood circulating. Uh, but you know what's crazy? Yeah. I normally stand back in my legs, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. normally You're gonna do that. You're going to have to anyway. do 20. Go ahead. So I normally stand back in my legs anyway. So I was never that one to pass out because they're like, don't lock your knees. Like, my that normally, 
that's how I stand. And I catch myself yeah. and I try to stand normally. <laughs> <You know? laughs> oh shit. I lost my screen. What the motherfuck? All right. So next thing, uh, there's another one that he has on here. I just need this because I had a shitty long ass fucking day, brothers. So hopefully you enjoy this one too. And it's called If the Military Was Honest, Part 7. You're going to have to do 24-hour duty pretty regularly. 24-hour duty? That sounds awful. It sounds like really dangerous to do. Hmm. Now, you'll have at least one other person there with you, but maybe maybe two. Oh, okay. So we can, like, take shifts to sleep. <laughs> like, just switch off. I mean, if there's another person awake, that's fine. Now, all of you have to stay awake for the whole thing. But there's multiple. What? All right, let me pause it right there. All right, I'm going to keep it a buck with y'all. Whenever I was doing staff duty, which is what he's talking about, and I had a runner, I would tell my runner, hey, when it came to dinner time, hey, go ahead and chug deuces. Come back here around 10 o'clock tonight, 11 o'clock. And um, so you better go to sleep because when you come back, this guy's going to go do his rounds you know what i'm saying yeah and uh i'm gonna be motherfucking 10 toes up baby <laughs> oh, yeah. man i the same way like we would break it down in shifts with me and mine i would be like all right hey you got from 10 to 2 all right i just need from 2 to 4 <laughs> you know what i'm saying man. i'll be good to go bro that fucking 3 to 5 o'clock hour i'm hurting oh. It's not even then. It's like the seven to nine hour. Oh. That's when it really just starts. Like oh, you just uh, waiting the motherfucker to come and relieve you. Hell yeah! It seems like that's when that sleep monster's all on your ass. Cause it's like, okay, I'm so close, mm-hmm. so close. And then you get home and you're like, fuck, I'm awake. Yes. <laughs> oh, bro. But the worst part is when the motherfucking relief kind of doesn't come on time. Oh. You know what? I'm fortunate. I never had that problem. I am so fortunate. My relief was always there on time. Bro. And I, and you know what? And, and likewise in return, I always made sure I was there. I was yeah. always there. Yes. I was there 10 to 15 minutes early. You know what I'm saying? So that we could go ahead and do the proper motherfucking, you know, past shit. You know, all right, this is what happened last night, whatever, whatever. Account for all the keys and all that bullshit. Yeah. God Hurry forbid. God forbid it's a fucking long weekend. And it's a paid weekend because then you working that Saturday or that Friday, chief, you're going to be hot. Yeah. Hey, some sleep. Like I would, I would try to bribe my way to getting that Wednesday on Saturday. <laughs> oh yeah. I'll be, Let me get Wednesday. Shit. Let's, Thursday, finish, Friday, Sunday. <laughs> let's finish with this motherfucker. Got to say, what is it? What's the purpose of that? There is no purpose. And you still need to come to PT the day of, and the day after your recovery. So the 24-hour duty is actually like 27-hour duty if you want us to come in for PT. And that doesn't make any sense. You don't recover if you don't sleep. So what's the PT doing for you? I'm going to ignore that question, but I'd like you to read the regulation on the holistic health and fitness that talks about sleep specifically. You guys need to make sure you're sleeping enough. It's really dangerous not to sleep. It's really dangerous to drive and not sleep too. Oh, shit. Yeah, Once again, shout out to Mandatory Fun Day, man, on TikTok. Y'all go check them out um that dude has me dying bro because honestly after a 24-hour shift it ain't like i'm taking a walk across the fucking 
you know, uh, what the fuck, the BBHQ to the house. I'm driving a couple of miles to the yeah. house. But it's it's crazy because, like I said, man, it's like I'm always up. So I don't even really go to sleep. I never really went to sleep till about like 10, 30, 11. Oh, damn. When I would take a nap. Because I'd still be just like wound up again. So I'd be like. Oh, no, I was struggling, chief. I'll be struggling. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. So if you're y'all got any good stories when you've been on staff duty, let me know. Um, did you ever get busted sleeping? You know, <laughs> thank God I never did. I never got busted. Bro, my I remember my first time with staff duty, man. It was in December of 2002. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And um, this, it, this was back when it was Devardi. It was mm. uh. It was Walker, myself, and this, I, I can't remember the sergeant first class's name, but it was us three, and, like, we actually got to sleep. This was back in 2002 when they were kind of, like, doing it. So he let us take, you know, go to sleep and shit. And I was like, yeah. okay, this is weird. I have to do this shit, but it was crazy, man. I remember, like, luckily for me, like, where Devardi was at at Campbell, the defect was just literally, I could, it was in walking distance. So oh, it was crazy because, like, Devardi was right, Devardi was, like, right across the street, barracks the defect and then the motor pool like everything was right fucking there within walking distance <laughs> hell yeah shit well let me ask you a question man since we're talking about back in 02 you know right before you know uh the u.s decided to invade iraq all 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 you cooking bitch <laughs> let me ask you bro um GWAT, and mm -hmm. that's one of the conversations that I have with myself at the drill 300. Did we fucking win? You know, because you think about it, I think about like, you know, the last war that we kind of won was the um, Gulf War. And but I don't remember any big ass homecoming parades or anything like that. They were. Uh, I'm sure, but I don't remember him. Um, my brother served in it. And, you know, when he got home, he got to San Diego, let us know that he was on his way up to L.A. And then uh, we picked him up from the Union Station in downtown from the train station. That was it, bro. And then, you know, we had like the yellow ribbon around the tree and a welcome home, Ed. And that was it. But then I think about, you know, like, for example, World War II, when they had V.E. Day or VJ day, you know what I'm saying? And um, like, there was like those historical moments of that sailor kissing that one lady out in the streets in New York, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nowadays, I mean, you have no idea what the fuck going on right there. Well, it's funny because like that, be assault. that, that was funny is that's actually what that was that, that, with that case, like they didn't know each other. He just ran up and did that shit. <laughs> and it's an iconic motherfucking photograph. And, um, <laughs> Again, that would be assault now. I mean, he'd be in jail. So I don't know, man. That shit, it, it makes me, it trips me out, bro, because I, I, I don't know what to say about winning or not. I think, well, a couple of things. One, um, we had a parade. We got back in 04 when I was at Campbell. We literally were in the streets of Clarksville doing a parade. We had a parade. A reclaimed parade or a victory parade? I guess a victory to parade, a, a parade, because this was after we deployed, after we redeployed. Yeah, but I mean, motherfuckers were still rotating over there. 
I mean, I it's not it, like you. It's not like you left and were like, "Bye, motherfuckers." Nah, you had a left seat, right seat, right. I'm sure of. Right. Yeah, yeah. We, what did we? Yeah, we did because we left them our shitty ass fucking. We left them <laughs> the one fucking plate that some of us had at the time, and no, no, we did that shit in Kuwait. And I'm lying because right before we rolled out, everybody got two plates. So this was like late January, maybe mid February, because I came back March 6th of 03 because I, 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 I was on a boat for a month. Right. So this had to be late January. It was during the time of the Super Bowl when we left because that's when Janet Jackson did the little titty malfunction. Justin ah, Timberlake gotcha. did that. That was when that happened. But we left a lot of that shit over there. We were just like, take it, take it, take it. You know? You know, I mean, how how's history going to remember this fucking period of GWAT, bro? It's not. Do you think it's over? I mean, I get I it. They're not giving out the medal anymore. But I, is, is it over? Yeah. I think that you want a sense. I think you may have an old soul. And what I say about that, I think that you may have been here around... Based upon everything that you're saying, and I'm not trying to get too deep. Yeah, you're I think that your soul may have been one of the lost ones on, you know, during the greatest generation. And you're you're still yearning for that right now. You're still yearning for something like that right now. And what we have to get what we have to understand is everything evolves and everything changes with time. But see, you know? it I'm I'm not looking for the great job. I'm looking for, I guess, maybe closure. I guess closure would be the word, you know, like because. But who dude, says? But it, to me, it's closed. To me, it's closed. It's done with. I don't think we, we win. Lost. I think we did win. How? How do you quantify it? How do you quantify us losing? What did we? How gain? do you quantify us? What objectives that we lay out to to make it a win, and then I mean, and I'm not trying to go against. No, the no, 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 no. Well, I can say this. We haven't had since it was supposedly the war on terrorists and we were fighting, you know, Al-Qaeda and everything. Mm -hmm. They have not attacked the homeland. And that leads to the next question. You know, that's question number two. Will we be attacked again? At some point, it's bound to happen. Like, so then we win. But even if it doesn't come from ISIS or Al-Qaeda, we are bound to get attacked again. See, we originally went for Al-Qaeda. We are bound to get attacked. Something is going to happen. Either we are going to be directly attacked or Article 5 is going to be initiated and we're going to have to jump in. And that's going to be another uh, question up ahead. But I want to continue with the uh, did we win or not the GWAT? Ladies and gentlemen, if you're out there, you know, civilian, whatever you are, uh, your point of view is valid. Okay. I'm not going to be one of those assholes that comes and says, oh, well, you had no no stake in this. Uh, you did. You're an American and you you have a freedom of fucking speech. I'd love to hear what you think. Now, will we probably talk shit about it? Eh, depending on what you exactly write. Nah, I know we won't. But I, I would really love to hear what you have to say. Will we be attacked again? I agree with you. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And honestly, in my own point of view, it's already happening. Um, Except that the tactics that are being used are not the conventional rounds or the conventional war that we look at it as, you know, pow, pow, bang, bang, boom, boom. I think it's more of a war on our culture as in 
Um, I mean, think about it. What is the best way to to fucking take over a country? Divide them the fuck up. But here's the deal. When we're talking about dividing, why do we have to stay in a certain way? And I understand people are going to say, if it's don't broke, don't fix it. Mm-hmm. But every but you know what was broken needed fixing? Mm-hmm. Slavery. Right. That was broke and it needed fixing. Right. So we what's broke right now that needs to be fixed? Listen, I, I can't say that. I can't say that that this... What I can't say is the fact that people do not want to let other people live their lives. Sure and they, they think do. that... And they think that, oh, you can't say that you're gender fluid. You can't, you know, have sure pronouns. You when you're 18 that. and above, go ahead and do whatever you want. But that, like, I, I got that. But if it's not being forced. Okay, so let that child live their life. I said, if it's not being forced. So there's a narrative that's going around and saying that parents are forcing their kids to do this. It's not that parents are letting their children decide, hey, listen, if this is what you want to do in life, do that. If this is how you feel like being be that right now like i who am i to stop you who am i to discourage you from you. like that? let me pause you and i get it there's there's people that support their children with decisions that are pretty fucking deep um and that's cool i mean i'm not gonna tell you how to parent your fucking kid i'm gonna tell you that in my fucking household i run the motherfucking show though so um when my kid tries to come over here with some off the wall bullshit I'll humor him. Like, okay, if you say so, cool. You want me to call you what? <laughs> no, you're you're not multiple people. You are a her, you are a she. You are not a they, you are not a them. That's one. But as far as the cultural aspect, I was going to more along the lines. I was going more along the lines of like um, TikTok. TikTok mm-hmm. alone, you know, the algorithms, I was, I was hearing somewhere, you know, that they, they reward you know, um, stupidity to say the least, you know, like yeah, bitches period. doing ah, stupid period. dances, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Did you hear about that shit? About the period, ah, period, ugh. I have no idea what that is, man. There is a little white girl that got famous because she made a song and all she said was period, ah, period, uh. So we reward stupidity, but <laughs> by we, it's not we. Who's in charge of the tickety talks? the chinese people right oh here we go no i mean just just hear me out but in china their algorithms are different they reward accomplishments their their algorithm is set that to educate to uh to make you want to achieve better for yourself over here it's the car fucking dashian generation over there these motherfuckers are preparing themselves you know what I mean? So we we fucking put on these pedestals, these people that are leading us to to nothing, to nothing. There's nothing that can be gained of value from the Kardashians at all. Or not only the Kardashians, fucking real housewives or whatever. You know, I don't watch any of that stupid shit. I'm sorry, I don't watch TV anymore. I don't watch the news anymore. But what I do see is divide and conquer. That's what's happening. You know, it's, and you know, Tom McDonald has this fucking song that, it, well, I'm not even going to put it out here, but you know, he talks about the steps of um, pretty much of how to fucking divide a fucking country and take over. Now, that's what I see happening. And I do believe that that's the, 
the way of the invasion coming versus the conventional way, you know, and I just like to hear your, what your thoughts are, bro. You know, uh, no, go ahead. I don't, yeah, I don't think that I think this is just fear. Like, it, I'm not talking shit to you because like, no, I think no, we've you got had it, bro. conversations. I think we've had these conversations in private too. Like, I just can't see that like that. Like, it's just, it's, to me, it's like, it's fear mongering. And, and it goes back to, like I said, I think you have an old soul. I really think that you have, this is your second time being here and to where you are just set in your ways to this has to be this, this, and this. And that's not a bad thing at all. I just think that you have an old soul. I think you've been around for something that you feel like, nah, man, I feel like there's something deep in my bones that says, this is how this is supposed to be. And I think, like I keep saying, it's because you have been here before during that time. And I could appreciate that. But um, I also, I'm about progress, bro. I'm about progress moving forward. Got it. You know, America is a fucking experiment. I got it. You know, we that's got what, to adjust fire, right? Yeah. That's Go what ahead. I was gonna say to you. Um, yeah, we do see this a lot, and we it doesn't get praised, but there are there, even though we don't see it and it's not being praised, like like you said, the stupidity, we are still making strides, we're still making improvements, we're still being innovative, we're still making millionaires, we're still having people thrive. It may not be seen as much, mm -hmm. but it's still happening. And yes, I understand that people do want to aspire to be like them dumbass Kardashians or even like that period, ah, uh, period, uh, girl. But there's still, but no matter how many people are, are striving to be like them, there is somebody right now that still in today's day and age wishes they, that are making it happen mm -hmm. without having Wi-Fi, without access to this. And in 10 years, they are going to be one of the most successful people on this planet. Mm -hmm. not because they wanted to inspire to be like the Kardashians of this because they want to inspire to get themselves out of the situation. And mm -hmm. they know that education is one of the fastest ways to do that. Exactly. You know, education is key. Y'all look, I'm a motherfucker that only had a GED, good enough diploma, you know? Um, and I don't think of myself as less of a person than somebody with a college degree. You know, I honestly, I don't think that that education is for everyone, you it's know, not, nothing wrong with trades. It's not at all. They but need the, to start putting it back in school. What I want. Yeah, they do. But what I want to get at, though, is, you know what, since we're talking about this, you know, it's, you know what? No, I don't want to get off topic. I don't want to know, get off topic, <laughs> you know, because it's going to lead to something else. But um, <laughs> and, I mean, look, this is going to be one of them podcasts. That, this episode is probably going to last a little bit, you know, depending on your time frame. But um, my next question that I had that I posted out there was um, knowing what you know now. Knowing what you know now after the, of the past 20 years, because you came in uh, right after 9-11 or before 9-11? Right after. I tried to I actually tried to sign up for MIPS prior to it. Okay. So, right. but once you got in and made the decision to get in, you knew you were going to fucking go out and fight. Um, No, not really. I really didn't know. I, I just because I was naive. Mm -hmm. I do remember. Uh, drill sergeant telling us that it was going to happen. He was like, y'all better get ready. Iraq's, Iraq is fucking up. And this was like in 2002. This is like maybe August, September time frame. Yeah. No later than like the early part of October. But he was telling us like, y'all are going to war. Y'all are going to Iraq. He was like, they are fucking up. Y'all are going. You know, my brother Ed, um, he was telling me that even before the whole thing kicked off over there with the Persian Gulf War, like they had told him, um, Oh, you guys are going to go to fucking so-and-so it's going to happen. And, uh, show enough less than a year later, that motherfucker got back from the Philippines, got locked up and was like, Hey, 
Uh, you see that UPS freighter? That's what you're jumping in next. Off to Saudi Arabia you go. <laughs> you know what's crazy? <laughs> I'm kind of talking about this. It, it goes along with it. Mm-hmm. We heard the rumor. We I was in the motor pool. And we heard the rumor that the 101st was getting deployed. In the motor pool, somebody was like, they came to the motor pool and they were like, hey, uh, the news is saying we're finna deploy. <laughs> so we're like, what, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Those motherfuckers know everything before we do, man. Yeah, man. That shit was fucking crazy to me. They were like, yeah, man. And then sure as shit, the commander, when we had CLB, the commander's like, yeah, the rumors are true. Uh, the, the, the division did get orders to deploy. You know, I think uh, it's funny. In Korea, um, Mama-san, she knows where we're going before we even know. Like, they have soldiers. Oh, oh motherfucking Ajima. She's the yeah. one that goes out to the field and, and uh, she puts up a tent out there, sells us a motherfucking bagogi and rice, yeah. fucking ham, egg and cheesies. Bro, it was <laughs> yeah. the field out there ain't that bad. You go over there, trade a couple of MREs for a ham, egg and cheesy. Ooh-wee. But the funny thing is like these yes. motherfuckers know where we're going. They already know what Popeye Alpha we're going to be at before we get there. When we get there to occupy, them bitches are in place. Done. They already in place, ready to shoot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the motherfuckers already in place. Hell yeah. Bitch is already fucking called up, position improvement. Oh, done. <laughs> Jesus, Mary <But> Joseph. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, so I think about it like, so knowing what I know now, would I still deploy? Yeah. Every yeah, I still would join. I would still, I would still join as well. I joined in uh, wanting to be originally a tanker. Second spot was, I hate to say this, was Calf Scout. That was my second choice. And uh, both of those were locked up, apparently. But uh, sure enough, 13 Bang Bang needed some bodies. So (laughs) there I went. And, you know, I wanted to go. I wanted to go, bro. So I I knew what I was getting into. I knew I was going to deploy. You know what I mean? So when the time came to ship out, was I scared? Fuck yeah. You know, was I nervous? Fuck yeah. But uh, was I excited? Actually, fuck yeah, dude. I was like, yeah, let's do this shit, you know? And um, I'd still do it all over again because, you know, those those experiences make you who you are today. I think the only thing that I would have done over again, I would have taken things a lot seriously. Some things um, I said it before and I'll say it again. I did try out for SFAS. I failed. I didn't take it serious. It, especially like, you know, it was three years ago when I was in my peak when I was working out every day. Mm-hmm. I th- think if I was in that condition, I would have made it. And I really wish I would took it seriously. Uh, that's the only that's my main regret that I have. Yeah. But it, it, other than that, I do everything all over again. Second getting married. Yeah, <laughs> fuck, fuck it, dude. Why, why the Let fuck, up. bro? No, man. I mean, oh, I feel you. You got to. Well, do you got to now? I mean, or yeah, you do. You know what? Some things are best left unknown for the imagination. But yeah. um, you know, dude, I'll tell you what. Um, if there's any regrets that I have about my time in the military, it would be that I didn't get to go airborne. Uh, but that's because I'm a fat body who didn't want to fuck it. I I suck at running. You know, I suck at fucking running. And those motherfuckers run like retards. You know, that's all I know. They run like retards. So I suck at it. And But again, you know, I I think about what direction would my life have taken if I would have gone airborne. 
I would have gone to the 82nd. I would have gone to 18th Airborne. I would have gone, and I wouldn't have been able to meet the uh, the people that I did, you know, or you mm-hmm. know, have the experiences that I did, you know. But you could have met more other people and had different experiences. True, but I mean, here's one thing I could tell you, Hunt. I got to see Saddam who fucking sane. Yeah, I got to see Saddam who fucking sane. You know what I'm saying? When we were pulling the IHT guard. Yeah. You know, when they flew that motherfucker in in the black hawk. <laughs> yep. I they hate him, that shit. I can't believe they put him in a motherfucking rhino bus from the Just air to, right down the road. Right <laughs> on the fucking fob, bro. In the green zone. Like, bitch, who the fuck is going to do this shit? We, what the fuck is y'all going to do? You think yes. we're going to set a bomb off in this bitch? Like, get the fuck right? out of here. You know, and then they put him in it, but I still tripped out because I remember when they um they lined up, the they put the rhino bus right there to the entrance. They went through the black gate, backed up. Then they lined up the outside of it with all the fucking MPs. And then he came out with little fucking shackles. And I could see his little bald head. And Sergeant Juarez is recording it, you know, because we were doing the, we were on the roof. And we're like, holy shit, that's fucking Saddam Hussein, yo. That's Saddam Hussein. I could say I fucking seen him. You know what else? Fucking Babylon, bro. The ruins of fucking Babylon. We yeah. would rope. We rolled by that bitch. How many times going to Alhilla? Oh man, I don't know, bro. I seen, and that's crazy too, man. I I hate something else. I hate is that I didn't invest in the digital camera because they the digital cameras were coming up in two thousand three. Yeah, I just had a whole bunch of the little. <laughs> right. That fucking hot ass heat fucked my film up. Oh. bro, I had pictures of some dope ass shit, man. Like. Like, I took pictures of, like, when we were rolling in, mm-hmm. we seen, like, some of the little oil fields on fire. Mm-hmm. Bro, the shit tripped me out because, like, we were rolling. And then I can remember looking at scene on the highway, other convoys. And I'm like, like, I thought we were supposed to be getting fucked up at this point. But, like, right. we were just, like, owning this shit. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> man, I, I, we were, I lived at the Hatra ruins, man. Mm-hmm. I lived there. Like, I slept in them fucking ruins. Right. You know, I had to pull guard on top of that motherfucker, man. You know what I'm saying? And that's like shit that we experience, bro. Check this out. Nineveh. All right. If you're biblical, y'all, Nineveh, that's where Jonah was spit out by the fucking uh by the fish or the whale or whatever the fuck it was, right? Mm-hmm. Nineveh. That was on the uh on the Tigris River. All right. I got to see where his burial ground was. I got to see where he was buried. There was a big ass motherfucking uh, monument slash mosque built to him, you know, because that was in Nineveh, which is Mosul. And guess what happened? Motherfucking ISIS blew it up. That shit no longer exists. I got to see a piece of history, bro. You want to know another one that trips me the fuck out? The walls of Nineveh. The walls of Nineveh were the walls that surrounded all of Nineveh. Okay, the province of Nineveh. I stood on those motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, God damn, I could say I've been to some historical ass places, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. So, some of the times were shitty there, obviously. It's fucking Iraq. But mm-hmm. a lot of the times, bro, war's not like these motherfuckers out there make it seem. At least my yeah. experience. <laughs> All my the experience was Bro, I trip out on some of these motherfuckers like, God damn, y'all were in contact every fucking day? Fucking 24-7? Like, oh, God damn, really? G. Like, there was no law? <laughs> and the motherfuckers didn't get tired? Right? And you know what? 
hey, more power to you, bro. If that's how your experience was, who am I? Unless I served yeah. with you, who am I to fucking deny your 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 reality, your truth, as they say, you know? But mm -hmm. overall, I would do it all again. I would deploy again, even if I knew the outcome was going to break my fucking heart, even if I knew that, you know, we're going to leave those poor people out there stranded. I'd still do it all over again, you know? Yeah. And bro, uh, I'm, you, you really got me thinking, man, like about being at the, at them ruins, man. Mm -hmm. Like we were literally sleeping inside, man. I wish I could kind of describe this. So it was like, there was this little thing. If you, where I was at, it was, uh, it was a real, real creepy shit off to the right, but we yeah. slept in this thing. And it was like, it was like maybe five of us and we had cots and then we had to go on top. Bro, like right outside, there was where the altar was at, where they used to burn people. What? Because like right before we got into the actual ruins, there yeah. was a dude that lived at the very edge of it, him and his family. And like we would, you know, give them money so they can go right to uh, Hatra, the city, to right. go get some ice, go get some sodas, you know, kind of feed their kids or whatever. Right. And I guess he was like the guardian of that. And then, you know, he kind of spoke, tried to speak a little English. So yes, the Hatra ruins, right? Hey, go, go over, go over. No, other way, other way, other way. No, no, other way. Down, uh, up, left, no. right. So it'd be to my right, all the way at the end. Here? Right in there is where we slept, man. Nice. That is where I had to sleep at. Man, they were fuck. man, that shit was creepy as fuck. Damn. Man. Yo, wait a minute. Is There's a picture of us with balls. It's, it's, it says, but we're, we're where it says balls. Yeah. yeah, we took a picture inside of there. Bro, that, that place was creepy as fuck, man. I remember that statue that, bro, you literally had. Was there like, a statue there that didn't have like a head? Oh, don't have me. I can't think back that far, man. Oh, okay. Bro, once you went kind of deep into that shit, that shit got real creepy and real scary, bro. Fuck yeah. Dude, it, it's fucking wild, man. Um, Hot your ruins. Yeah, man. I was there, bro. I, I slept inside that shit. Hell yeah. Dude, that's a fucking trip, man. Hey, uh, we're running out of time here. How much time I got left, huh? About uh, 50 seconds. All right. It's going to rain. <laughs> it's going to rain. So we're going to go. Oh, oh, my car got fucked up last night. Oh, bro. We'll talk about that here in a sec. <laughs> I'm going to send you that new link and we'll uh, we'll keep on keeping on. All right. All right. I appreciate y'all. See you. All in a right. And we are back. And um, talking about all these memories and shit has brought me back to the one and only album that I have left because uh, my our first deployment that I shared with you, Hunt, was back in 0506. And unfortunately, the the ex, um, well, let's just say all those disappeared. Yeah. However, um, when we're talking about ruins, it reminded me of this one. And I don't know if these are the same ones. I don't know what ruins these are. I don't know if you can see it. Yeah, I see it. And um, but that's your boy right there posting guard. And I have absolutely no idea where the hell that is. But um, that was me chewing your boys out right there. Any of those guys right there look familiar to you? Um John this is me chewing your boys out, though, Mike, because they wouldn't take it serious, seriously. This is the one statue I remember the most, though. It had no head. Yeah, that no. So, yeah, that was a different spot, man, than, okay. than I was in. Any of these guys look familiar to you? Because these were your boys. Hell no. They were the ones replacing me. And, yeah, man, I was just, oh, but that's what I want to show Walking you. Walking down the street in my info. Yep, cruising <laughs> down the street with my info. So, no, nah, but uh, the walls of Nineveh is what I wanted to show you. 
So here they are right there. So these fucking walls, bro, 5,000 fucking years old, man. Gone. You know I wish I'd have took more pictures, man. Bro, oh, that's what I wanted to get at you. So we were while we were there in Mosul, there was this one joint uh, that they had a bunch of motherfucking... Um, they had a bunch of fucking like shit from the olden times with the wing motherfuckers and all that shit. Yeah. The Sumerians and all that shit, bro. They had that there. And ISIS destroyed it all, bro. That museum destroyed, gone. So it, it, it's fucking pathetic, bro, that they do some stupid shit like that, man. And it irks me that um that we lost it, you know, that we lost all that historical shit to these fucking Muslims, these fucking terrorists. I don't want to say all Muslims or all Islamists are the same. These terrorist motherfuckers. And with that said, Hunt, my next question. Can we win against terrorism? And if so, how do we beat it, man? Man. <laughs> you have to give me on another tension. No one can beat terrorism because terrorism doesn't have a country. Terrorism doesn't have a flag. Anybody can be a terrorist. We have domestic terrorists. Mm -hmm. We even said that we are going to fight against domestic terrorists, foreign and domestic terrorists. Mm -hmm. So terror, terrorists can never be defeated. It's an idea. You can't defeat an idea. Can I counter that real quick? Because yeah. I thought the same thing, right? But isn't communism an idea? Did we really beat communism? If we no. did, I mean, exactly. That's why I say, it. like, we can't. You, there's certain things we just can't beat. Well, so do this we is allow the thing, it to be a government, though. What communism is different from terrorism. Terror is meant to strike fear into somebody. That is the purpose of terrorism: to terrorize and to strike fear. Communism is not going to strike fear. That is an. That is communism is just. It's it's like it's like the the. Different hands of the same body. On one hand, you have capitalism. On the other hand, you have communism. Mm -hmm. Is left hand, right hand. Now, so, the brain, that's the, let's say, like the brain and the thoughts, that's terrorism. We, you can't defeat terrorism because it's an idea. So at the end of the day, the terrorists, what is it that they want? It's crazy because they want their ideas. We see them as evil. We see them as terrorists. But they see themselves and their ideas and their beliefs as right. And they see how we live our lives as being wrong, as being right. decadent, being greedy. To them, that's wrong. To them, we are the terrorists. You know, that, that brings me to question number eight. So we're skipping along. Uh, why do you think other cultures dislike the U.S., bro, or dislike us? Because a lot of these other cultures, they really tried to hang on. Like, if we're going to talk... Uh, I, I Outside of the U.S., not within the U.S. one that I think that doesn't like us. Yeah. I think the main one would have to be Islam. And when I say that, it's not even the real people that practice Islam. Mm -hmm. It's these, these Muslim, these, these Islamic extremists. extremists. They're the ones that hold on to this book because they see us as being, you know, oh, you let your women do this. You guys drink, you smoke, you don't practice this to God. They have too much, even though I think we're kind of like that light, but it's just everything has to be strict structure. Mm -hmm. And if it isn't doing that and you're going against their God, then you're wrong and you're evil. Right. See, I, I think the same way. Um, but just because I disagree with how motherfuckers run their life, you know, I'm not going to go and uh, 
try to change their life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Specifically, like, well, I guess because the U.S. is a whole nation building thing. We think that whatever, it's just, I guess in the name of progress is what we do things for, right? You know, we want to fucking... Uh, oh. Oh. I mean, oh. yeah. Oil oil's definitely going to be involved. We do things for influence. So That's what we do. You know what I trip out on though? Like we could say oil all day long, and it's true. I mean, there's got to be something that we got to get that's tangible. But we didn't get no motherfucking oil. You know, that's that's why we didn't. I think we didn't win. Secondly, secondly, um, it's uh, you know, once we're there and seeing how those people were living, you know, I couldn't help but want to help them. You know what I mean? And at I know we all say, you know, we joke around and say, fuck them kids and stuff like that. But honestly, man, I saw a bunch of little kids that you could just, they could just, they just want to fucking live, man. They just want to play soccer down the street in their little dirt field. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it, it does break your heart, man. Once again, man, you really got me thinking about shit. Like, I was wrong for this in hindsight. So it was, it was winter. Mm-hmm. And I had the little skull mask on my face. But I had some money in my pocket and we were at Hotra. And I tell my chief, I'm like, hey, chief, I'm the air guard at the time. Now mm-hmm. it's called Gunner. I was like, chief, I want to get this money to these little girls. He's like, okay, cool. So I get off and I start running over there to them. And they just take off. And I was like, damn, they were scared of me. They see this dude running at them with this fucking skull <laughs> right. thing right here. But all I really want to do is just give them some money. Just give them something. You know, but I definitely feel you, man. Like, it, it's crazy once you see that. When you see. And from our deployment, I don't know if you ever had to go to the women's the women's jail but that was real crazy yeah. i was academia yeah when, when you know we had to go there and it's like damn man dude the women's yeah. prison was a trip because they the kids stay with them you know right till to a certain age the kids that they have in prison stay in there with them i remember that bro yeah the dads are like fuck that take them kids with you fuck them kids <laughs> yeah fuck them kids <laughs> you know mercer told me one time that uh their humvee was being chased by a bunch of little ass kids and shit you know like mista 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 so what they ended up doing when they had like a whole group of fucking kids they just slammed on the brakes and all that just cracked into the back damn. of the humvee damn man it is crazy man like i, I remember the, i laugh the at shit like that scared. but it's funny dude so I, I was scared a couple of times my first point i ain't gonna lie oh, yeah one of the times that really freaked me out i i forgot the name of the little city or whatever we were in but we were there man and we kind of got chased out that city and it was the kids that freaked me out man they were just throwing shit left and right at us man the kids freaked me out and what did the kids almost killed three kids man Hmm? i told you i told you i almost killed three kids right bro i still remember the face of the one kid that almost caught a motherfucking five five six to the face and that was when we got hit on january 5th and um, if it wasn't for if it wasn't for Sergeant was it Etheridge? Is that his name? The Hawaiian dude Eldridge? that passed away. Oh, Eth- yeah, I know who you're talking about. I, so I can't remember. If it wasn't for him, that kid would have caught a five five six, bro. Because I literally we had just got fucked up. The motherfucking Hajis were out there clapping and cheering. You know, uh, Sergeant Lopez had just bled out and died, and then fucking um, Doc Walker had just got blown up. You know, so my adrenaline was kicking all over the place. You know, fucking um. I was seeing shit I wasn't experienced, you know what I mean? But anyway, I remember after we put, we started, you know, setting up like a cord on and shit like that, like, a, you know, setting up. I went over to, to take the bodies 
I'll take one of the bodies. We had to pull a guard for the fucking bird to come down. And once that bird came up and took off, then I had to go back across the street to pull security uh, where um, Stuck's vehicle was, where Stuck and Sergeant Campos were. Mm-hmm. So I was pulling uh, security on that vehicle, aiming towards the outside. And I see a little kid, man, coming up. Couldn't have been more than fucking six or seven years old, bro. And I didn't want to do it, you know, but my selective switch from, went from safe to semi. Click. And I'm looking at him dead through my motherfucking ACOG. Not ACOG. What the fuck? That's the 68 that they gave us. Yeah. And um, I don't even think we had the 68 at that time. I think it's still for iron sights. Anyways, I was looking down that motherfucker and I kept saying, you know, MC, MC, Ishta, Ishta. Motherfucker didn't know what the fuck I was saying, but he was walking with a fucking backpack. You know what I'm saying? How much did they put in our goddamn heads before we deployed? You know, don't trust any of them. Yeah. You know, they could be filled with fucking gun, uh, with, with, uh, with BBs and explosives, you know? So, bro. He just kept coming and I'm yelling and I'm my fingers on a motherfucking trigger, bro. I was about to be a fucking baby killer. Then Sergeant Eldridge came and just clicked it back to the safe, said some Haji words to the kid. The little boy turned around and ran away. I had gotten to the point where I'm thankful that I didn't pull that trigger. You know what I mean? But I, I still think, like, what if I would have fucking gone through with it? You know what I mean? Did I do right? Did I hesitate? You know what I mean? What if that shit would have gone off, though? You know what I mean? I mean, he wasn't in that radius yet. He wasn't within that bubble, but he was close enough, you know, yeah. to where I was uncomfortable. So I don't know if I, I should give props to my motherfucking. Um, my discipline and bearing or. Was I scared of shooting a little kid? You know, it was discipline, man, like. Like I said, man, I shot at three kids before. I shot over that shit. And, like, that shit really fucked me for a long time, man. Mm-hmm. And what's so crazy, we were coming back. We were we were leaving Missoula, and we were going back to Key West. So it was Murphy driving, Sergeant Walker TCN, me as the air guard or the gunner. And mm-hmm. I got to keep reminding people, we had soft skin Humvees and standing on the bustle rack. You know what right. I'm saying? <laughs> right. We were leaving, and... Off to the left, here, bah, and I see smoke, and I see three kids, and one of them has his hand up, and then, like, I just, like, turned my 240, mm-hmm. and I was like, like, right over their head, yep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, shit yep. kind of freaked me. I was like, dude, I really could have killed you motherfuckers for you throwing know, firecrackers at us. You know, Sergeant Landis made me feel better after I shot the bus up. Um, I don't know if you know that story. Um Few few people know about that story. Yeah. It sounds like one of them offline stories. Yeah, <laughs> there was a bus involved. Let's just leave it at that. But um, I still remember that motherfucker's body just collapsing forward, bro. And I'm like, no. And I mean, the pain, bro, my stomach. I still remember the pain in my stomach, how it just dropped and sank. Like, fuck. Was he innocent? Was he not innocent? But the way I could only justify it was like it was war. You know what I'm saying? It was war. And honestly, it was a reaction because I was fucking, I still blame the hundred and worse for this because they're the ones that fucking put that cord on out. But <laughs> I just want to see your face. But I'll yeah, you know, greatest division in the United States Army. But I just remember, you know, stop, stop, stop. We're going, 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 stop, stop. And then out of the corner of my eye, I see that motherfucker just. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I'm like, right mm-hmm. or wrong, it's gone. Can't take it back. And yeah, there's some stories that I could share you offline too to protect yeah. the innocent. But what I trip out on, bro, I trip out on that our first sergeant at the time was mm-hmm. sitting right next to, you know, he was in the passenger side rear. So I could mm-hmm. see, I looked down and he was just like, <laughs> whatever. Charlie Mike, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. No and we're going. <laughs> and we're moving. <laughs> yeah, bro. We're still going. <laughs> Dude, fucking uh, Zara Juarez, it was funny. He was like, what was that? Like, warning shot. <laughs> Where'd you aim? Okay, anybody that was deployed in 0506 knows that you the could not get a good aim because motherfucker had to use the front side post. Yes. Fucking, yeah. Fucking ballistic fucking eyewear. Big ass you, shield? No, yeah. the, plus the big ass. I know that's what I was talking about, that big ass shield. This fucking ballistic shit about like that fucking thick. Hold on. It's like, so I can't see shit in this thing. <laughs> yeah. See the picture. I can't see fucking shield. this thing. <laughs> like on Django. Yeah, bro. That that that's uh private Lopez right there in his eleven fourteen, the green green machine. But uh yeah, dude, and um I I mean Sergeant Landis made me feel better afterwards. So I had to go see because you know he's a man of God, he's a man of faith. Yeah, and he's gonna shoot it to me straight. And he was like, Well, do you feel he was a threat? And I was like, could have been. He's like, Yeah, he could have, he could have been a uh a suicide bomber. You know, he he probably would have detonated that bus. You never know. And then fucking so. And we never will. <laughs> yeah, we never will because that shit never got called up. Yeah. We just kept on rolling. We all. <laughs> you know? So, dude. So, yeah. I mean, that shit happened over fucking many, many, many moves ago. But it still fucks with me at times. You know what I mean? And some of those three a.m. thoughts. So, let me ask you, man. Um, bro, bro, around March, real quick. I know what you're talking about, man. Because around march you know the beginning of the war even though this happened afterwards mm-hmm. man i really just started thinking about this little girl that was in this mass graveyard man and she had her dog with her like i can't get over that shit and what pissed me off the most general petraeus came for like five minutes on his helicopter then left. and we were there for like a week securing that place before he even got there what the fuck i was with sergeant manley section bro and this wasn't just one mass graveyard it was like three Three of them bitches, man. In the middle of no fucking where. Fuck that. Dude. One That's fucking ruthless. section. One section, dog. In the middle of no fucking where. This is why I say, motherfuckers, people don't know what it was like back then, Chief. They don't know. There was, bro. One hey. section in the middle of nowhere. Hey, but you know what? You don't have a cab, so you don't know what the fuck. Yeah, you're I know. About. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cabless, so I don't know shit. <laughs> Uh, you ain't got no cab. Your your opinion don't count, Chief. It don't matter, for shit. <laughs> dude. It, it's a it's just a trip, man. It just it's just a trip to me. And um, fuck. My next question. It, it leads on to the next question, bro. Um, um, shit. Where is it? Hold on, I gotta find it. It's I have them written down. And for those of y'all, it was on the TikTok. I had posted them there. And um, so the next question I have for you, Hunt. Should we have stayed there, bro? No. We shouldn't stay for what? It was going to be bogged down. It's going to be a quagmire. I know that, that people wanted us to stay. Well, here's the deal. If we stayed, 
the only reason, the only viable way I think we should have stayed is if we could have got it to South Korea. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it wasn't, it was never going to be like that. You want to say hi? Oh, you okay? You tired? Okay. Food's ready? No? Oh, that sounds awesome. It's all gravy, baby. Yeah. Twerk, baby. Twerk. <laughs> so, dude, um, I, I think about it like I almost think that we should have, you know, left a small contingent there of those, you know, shorts and flip flop wearing people, you know, that, <laughs> <laughs> that, you know, happen to do specific assignments. Yeah. You know the what I mean? Speeds. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that were the, the, the cool hats. What's up, hon? Am I? Oh, okay. So I think but that they we still need support. Of they course. need a lot more logistical support. But look what happened. Look, we stayed in Germany. We stayed in fucking Korea. And we stayed in fucking Japan. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. we needed to leave a footprint there to, to fucking uh, maintain stability. Yeah, okay, we got Kuwait. But Kuwait, I mean, I get it. It is a fucking flight away and, and takes shit down. But we're not doing anything. You know what I mean? And to fucking have everything just collapse afterwards... It's almost like, fuck, dude, what the fuck did we go for? Well, see, we still would have been losing people left and right, even with that contingency. See, when, when we think about Korea and Germany and Japan, there was no insurgency going on at the time when we were establishing this. Even after the war was over, it was said and done. There was no there was none of that shit going on. Like even after everything, how many years that it still was that small? It was still those people. The, the insurgency going on. Was that Gorilla Glue? Yeah. Very funny, Linda. <laughs> he said, very funny, Linda. <laughs> That's right. What do you mean by Gorilla Glue? <laughs> Why are you calling him a gorilla? Yeah. Am I working on my edges? Listen, don't do that shit. Do you remember that girl? That, that uh, yeah, girl? that's exactly what she was talking yeah. about right now. That dumbass bitch. That my hair? On her hair. Yeah, no, she was talking about me working on my edges. Yeah. Hey, can you close that door, please? Thank you. We're Thank gonna you. Name our first shout out to you. <laughs> but no, no, like you know. So you were saying, uh, we'd still be losing people left and right. Yeah. Would we though? Would yes. We? But wouldn't the outcome? Wouldn't the ends justify the means? No. In other words, like we said, is another attack going to happen in the U.S. or would we prefer to be over there? It's, it's bound to happen, man. It's war. It is war. It's going to happen. Like we do not live in a peaceful society. We, I think that, you know, as Americans, we think that we're too good to be attacked and we. Damn, we lost your voice. Lost your audio, brother. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you now. All right, now we got you. All right. Where did I leave off it? Uh, you cut out, like, we as Americans, society. Oh, yeah, we, we think we're too good to be attacked. And, like, you know, it's, it's bound to happen. Like, fuck it. I know this sounds fucked up, but we we walk around like our shit don't stink. Do and we need it to happen, though? Don't you think that we, we don't need it to happen? I don't want it to happen, but it's going to happen. Like, we're not... we. Who the fuck are we to think that we're too good to be attacked? We can do all this other shit. We can mm -hmm. go 
we can go put in different regimes. We can help perform coup d'etats all around the fucking world and establish puppet governments mm-hmm. that are going to do our bidding. But we think we're too good to get attacked. And that's the thing. You know, it's it's funny how it takes something like that to unify us again. I mean, granted, it's only going to be for a couple of years. Yeah. God damn Is that what it's going to take to unify us again? Because we're divided as fuck. I don't and think it's going to happen. I don't think that, that I don't think that it's going to I don't think that there will be another unification like it was. Oh, bro. The, no, it, it it's going to happen. It'll happen. No, 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 it won't, man. Look, Look what happened. Pearl Harbor unified. 9-11 unified. All bro, it's going to take is and that's why I say that the war, the way they're doing it now is divide us, divide us and conquer because they know if they attack us. The way we were attacked in 9-11, Americans, we might be some... I don't see it. Different. I see it. No, go ahead. What's, what's up? I don't see us being unified again. Like, I don't think... I don't want another grand... I don't want another attack to happen. I, I, I do believe it's going to happen. Does, but but yeah. I don't think that we will be unified like that as a country. I don't see it happening. Know, this country is too polarized as it is right now. I There's mean, a lot of things left and right that need to get cleansed in order for us to have that unification. Left. Uh, I don't right. know. I think, yeah, I, that I agree with. Motherfuckers need to stop. Get off your fucking left, left fucking left side shit. Get off your right side shit. Meet in the motherfucking middle. But let me ask you, um, you know, war is hell, right? Can we agree that war is fucking hell? Yep. I wouldn't wish it on nobody. You know, I mean, shit. Deploying is a bitch. You know, deploying. I don't think there's... The worst part, you know, in deployment is um, kissing your loved ones, you know, and letting them go. You know what I'm saying? Like, I always said, whenever I left, it was never, I never said goodbye or anything like that. It was more like, I'll see you later, you know, uh, yeah. chucking deuces at you, you know. Um, and I tell you, I think uh, Tom Brady, I, I got to give him props, bro. That motherfucker... He he understands, man. Yeah, he gets it. Tom gets he, it. Like he gets it, man. He definitely <laughs> gets it. And um, with that, I want you to, I want you to hear this whole thing. It's a minute and twenty one seconds, and let me know what your thoughts are. I almost look at a football season like you're going away on a deployment for the military, and it's like, man, here I go again. That's what we getting offended about. You know how our older generation is always saying how the new generation is soft? It's moments like this where they might just have a point. Like, y'all making it seem like he just said that playing football was harder than going on a deployment. But look, I don't know when you need to hear this, but if you ain't never deployed before, just say that. You feel me? Like, just say that. Because for the ones that did deploy, we understand. You feel me? We ain't offended. We understand that you got to go somewhere, miss events, miss moments with your kids to go do a job. We tracking. And then what killed me is y'all got this man apologizing. Like he ain't got more rings than some of y'all got ribbons. <laughs> Talking about he used a poor choice of words to a demographic that uses caveat to piggyback off of a conversation. <laughs> to be honest with you, the only groups that are offended by this is the ones that did not deploy and the ones that utilize their military service as their identity. Like honestly, the ones that are offended are the ones that got that I got your six tattoo but didn't have nobody's back when they were in the fleet. You know, the ones that get upset when you don't thank them for their service on Veterans Day. Knowing damn well they spent their entire enlistment on light duty. On BCP. And then to top that off, there's another group talking about, oh, well, you don't know what it's like to be in the military. You don't know what it's like to be in the military. 
Look, I'm just saying, there's a lot of things that we could be offended about. I just don't think this is one of them. All right. What are your thoughts? That goes back to the whole vet bros. I think the vet bros are the ones that are really offended by him saying that shit. But, like, personally, I don't give a fuck. Like, do I think it's a poor choice of words? Bro, nothing is nothing. You can't compare nothing to the point. I don't give a fuck. You, you get paid millions of dollars to go do that shit. Like, you could quit any time. You could quit any time that you want. You don't have to do that every fucking every fucking Sunday. You could wake up tomorrow and be like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I quit. You can't wake up and be like, fuck this shit. I quit. I'm not coming to work. Okay, fine. You got 24 hours to have your ass back here. If you're not, you're AWOL. We're stopping your pay. Once we get you, we're going to prosecute you. Maybe even try to send your ass to Leavenworth for some time. If you really <laughs> want to be right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you're right. I mean, I mean, I, I don't really have a dog in a hunt to be honest um i get what he was trying to say you know having to leave your family and shit like that like homeboy was saying you know what i mean am i offended by it nah man i, I think it's fucking funny like this i think he's retarded for saying something stupid like that but i'm not gonna be out there like oh man how how dare you try to compare you know your your life to mine i mean in my Gucci boots. I'm so offended. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Motherfucking Bill Burr that ass, man. Yeah. You know, it, it yeah, it, I mean, he chose the incorrect fucking wording. I get what he was trying to say. Yeah, shout out to Antonio Brown. Who that who? Antonio Brown is trolling the fuck out of him. Oh word. Yes. Ain't he the one that was in the ra- no, that wasn't the Raider room, was he? He's the one that like walked off the took his fucking shit off and walked off the field mm. like I mean, he posted this thing where it's like daddy daddy doesn't live here no more and his face with tom walking out and he's sitting on the couch <laughs> like a picture oh. of giselle that's funny like god damn i told you like this motherfucker got in some trouble man not too long ago he was like in dubai or some shit in the pool and he like was naked and he put his ass in his chick's face and shit and then he was like trying to waterboard her what the he, he's wild, wild the fuck out. Antonio Brown clearly has CTE. Uh, what is C? I still is CTE still the same shit as fucking uh, a concussion? It's, like, it's worse than a concussion. It's like some shit that like makes your brain go all crazy, like eats away at your brain. Uh, yeah, that's fucking crazy though. But I mean, maybe maybe that was a uh, Tom Brady CTE talking. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I mean. You know, if he really wants to, God damn it, bro. I mean, I hate to be that guy, but I'm going to be that guy right now, bro. I'm going to be that guy. Where is it? Oh, Tom Brady, you're fucking lucky, bro. Oh, you know what? There it is. I mean. Oh, Thomas Brady, I need to call and schedule my appointment for either Saturday or Monday. I get Tom Brady feeling that, you know. Meanwhile. When you're on deployment, <laughs> you're there 24-7. After your little three-hour game, you get to go home to your wife. So you know, Tom Brady. Tom Brady knows exactly what I was feeling right there. Yep. You know, when you I was saying like, goodbye to... You should, like, uh, crop Tom Brady's face on yours. Right? <laughs> Bro. Hey, y'all, if anybody want to do that, if you're watching this shit, you want to do that, go ahead. Put Tom Brady on there saying, hey, battle, let's roll. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah. My God, dude, I still remember the emotions I had that day, trying not to fucking break down in front of her. 
Cause I was a dick. I'm not gonna lie, man. On the last one when I had all my kids, like I was I was a real dick, man. Oh word. Like I didn't I don't like goodbyes. Oh dude, I so, just I just I said just, I'm talking about that night later. Mm. That night, like I, I don't I don't like goodbyes. I guess it's bad. I don't really want to I don't think about it. Oh no, that was all right there. Pre-manifest, go in there, grab your fucking weapon. And then I told her, like, hey, y'all gotta go, man. So she chucked deuces, a few tears rolled down, and Audi 5000, you know what I'm saying? I got a job to do because I didn't want to do that in front of the soldiers either. Not that, you know, it makes me less of a man or anything like that, but you got to stay strong for your Joes too, you know what I mean? Because your shows, your Joes are doing the same thing. Yep. So, at least oh, that's man, my I, point of view. And, I remember one cat, this Joker was boo-hoo-hoo, and this Joker was <laughs> this Joker was crying, crying. Yeah, it was, but snot bubbles. Snot bubbles. Bubbles. <laughs> like Booker used to say. <laughs> Not bubbles. I was like, dude, you are embarrassing yourself. You better tighten the fuck up, chief. Yep, yep, yep. And why is it that we think that, huh? Oh no, man. That shit is funny to me. Because we men. We no, is it's men. Like tighten up, man. Like you gotta not so much we as men, like yo, you gotta even the females that was was doing that with their husband, it's like, yo, tighten up. Like you have to tighten the fuck up right now. Yep. For them, you gotta put on this brave face for them. Male or female, you have to put on the brave face for your family. Because you're a soldier, right? Because your family, why would you want your family seeing you like that? Because you're a fucking soldier, right? Because you have a god, you got a motherfucking reputation to maintain. But let me ask you another one, man. Soldier. We already knocked out question number six. Let me ask you, um, with all that we're discussing right now and the shit that's going out on the Ukraine, you know, oh, by the way, people, there's still shit going out in the Ukraine, by the way. I mean, it was all hot and popping back in January, February, but now we done forgot about it because midterms are coming. No, out. we have not. It is. There's a lot going on right there, bro. Oh, I know it's going on, but they ain't really talking about it. Shit. Dope. Dog, dog, dog. They was talking about this shit day and night. Motherfuckers 24-7 had the motherfucking president on their, you know, on camera. Yeah, bro. I, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're still covering this shit because it's getting fucked up. There's some crazy shit happening right now over there. Can we just join in already? It's about to happen. Can, I mean, can we just fucking do it already, bro? I say by February it's going to happen. I say by February Article 5 is going to be initiated. Bro, I tripped the fuck out. When I was talking with my boss at work and my boss was like, hey, because um, I told him I was artillery, right? He's like, hey, how do you feel about them sending um, artillery out to the Ukraine? I was like, ah, oh, I'm pretty sure they're going to be getting like the old school one nine or eights, you know, all the shit, triple the seven shit. Bro, when I saw these motherfuckers were getting triple sevens, like, do do we know that Russia is in, you know, Russia could get one of those motherfuckers and take it with them, right? And just, you know, God, copy our shit. Them motherfuckers will, they got they got high Mars over there too, man. They did they didn't send them the, the long range, they send them the one that's like 40 to 70k, I think. Here's the thing, but bro. they didn't send them the long, long range shit. What what I like about this war, though, I'm not gonna lie, is the fact that it seems a little more conventional. It's artillery, it's fucking ground pounding, it's fucking ah, the shit that we wanted to fucking be doing. You know what I'm saying? Some of us did that. Man, some of y'all did do that. <laughs> I didn't get to do it at, to the extent that y'all did. You know what pissed me off? I mean, I could say I shot artillery while I was in on Mosul. What, Illumissions? 
You know, ooh, bro, I never once shot a loom mission. I don't even remember fucking firing HE under the loom. All I know is that we were uh, out in Mosul. So after we would go do our patrols in the motherfucking daytime, if it was the PRT or if it was one of those just fucking going around the goddamn towns and making people move their funerals. I'm surprised we didn't get killed that day. But um, at nighttime, me and another chief would fucking load up the guns. And, load up on the guns. Yeah, bro. Bring a friend. It's fun to lose. To pretend it's over, boy. Never heard that it's song. Nirvana, man. Oh, no, I couldn't tell what your voice changed. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking Nirvana, baby. But, hey, uh, the fucking no. the viewers listen to this shit gonna be like, yo, that black dude listen to Nirvana. What the fuck? I know, right? <laughs> That's one thing I love about the beauty of the army, bro. And that's one thing I will always love about the military, that it brought an amalgam of people together. But with that said, I would go out to the firing point and me and this other gun and we go and shoot when the fire missions would come down and be like, okay, boom. And that's when we started getting the, uh, the those Mac charges, the mm-hmm. five hotels and um, our breaches were not ready for those five hotels. Our <laughs> breaches were not Motherfucking, bro, it would fuck up the goddamn, the primer would melt in the motherfucking, um, in the, in the mechanism. So y'all have a cook-off? Oh, no, we didn't have any cook-offs. What ended up happening, I would fire it, and the primer would get stuck in there. Okay. So then we have to get the motherfucking reamer real quick. Mm, 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 pull that bitch out. Bro, one of my medics scared the living shit out of me one day, bro. He wanted to go ahead and pull tail on that motherfucker. I'm going to let him finger pop it. So that motherfucker goes in there, and I'm like, yeah, man, come on, Win, Go ahead and get yourself a little motherfucking action. Fucking goes in there, right? And he's on the motherfucking. I got all the data. I verified all the data. I'm laid, you know, just waiting to fucking stand by fire, right? So they were like, gun one. Oh, no, gun seven, stand by. And I raised my arm up, and I looked at Win. I was like, and I told Win from the get-go. Unless my hand goes down and you hear me say fire, that's the only time you're firing. Don't give a fuck what that bitch box says. You need to see my hand go down or you need to hear me audible and saying fire at the same time with that. He's like, Roger, chief. Bro. So the way we're firing was over Diamondback. Yeah. <laughs> and so for those that don't know, Diamondback is basically an airport. Yeah. So they got us on standby, bro. We're about to shoot that shit. That motherfucker got that lanyard tensed up as fuck, bro. Gun seven, stand by. Stand by. And I'm like, I can already feel my heart beating, dog. And he's like, gun seven, check fire, check fire. Bro, that motherfucker tightened up the lanyard. <laughs> my boot never raised up so fast in my life. I put my foot on that motherfucker, dog, so he couldn't pull the fucking mechanism. I was like, drop that shit. He drops like, what's going on? He starts shaking. I was like, check fire, check fire, check fire. You know what I'm saying? Then you call mm-hmm. the nature of check fire. So we called the nature of check fire. Fucking C-130 was coming in. So we what? kept fire. Y'all better have bro, an incident. Doc Wynn got out the gun, bro. He got Probably out the scared. gun. Never came back in again. He Probably scared as shit. Oh, he was scared shitless because, bro, like- when you hear check fire, oh, my God. Whew, it was it was very uh exhilarating. Yeah, and that adrenal that adrenal comb was pumping. <laughs> bro, if he would have fired that shit on a check fire, gun seven, 
to the rear of the piece, face the piece, fall hey, in. Hey, <laughs> go ahead and uh, go ahead and let me have that rank real quick, Chief. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> bro. Be like, you know what? And it was an aircraft too. Oh, baby, hey, everybody. Hey, let me go ahead. Let me go ahead and get this whole <laughs> this whole platoon's rank real quick. Yep. Hey, Captain. Uh, Captain, go ahead. You about to be on battle staff right now. Oh man, oh man, that would have been a bad day on the gun line, man. <laughs> but you know, those are some of the things I think about. Like you know, those stories, bro. That they they bring me joy when I think about them, man. And um, yeah, that's why I would do it all over again. And um, you know, with the Ukraine, should we go? If we're going to go, bro, I think that if we're going to go. Let's just fucking go. Let's yeah. just fucking go. And let's just fucking take out Putin. It's not all the Russians. It's Putin, bro. It's, yeah, the Russians don't even want to fuck with that shit. Listen, this is what we need to do. There's like four little things that Russia has control of. Go there, kick them all the way to fuck out Ukraine. Be like, listen, stop. Man, like, I know we have a minute left, but it, it's complicated. Listen, this is Whoa, what. this is do another link? Yeah, we, we can do another okay. one, bro. Bet. But this is what's going on. This is why I say it's in the news. Mm -hmm. Russia. Of course, he fucking freezes. It's the goddamn Russians already freezing our shit up. God damn it. Hunt, can you hear me? They All are right. now in the. Okay. So you froze for about a good 30 seconds. And yeah, I said I it's the fucking Russians. It's the yeah, fucking Russians that did that shit. So here's what we'll do, man. <laughs> Hold that thought for the next yeah. minute. I'm going to shoot out that link and we're to continue because we're going to wrap this shit up with all the questions answered, you know, by both of us. Get our thoughts out there because honestly, I need this conversation. I fucking That's all good, man. All right. I'm going to send you out that link here in a second. All right. All right. Man. All right. Part three coming up. All right. We are back. And I was just showing uh, uh, old Hunt over here some of the little bunnies that I wouldn't mind sliding my trouser snake into you know <laughs> what you got here is uh some of that yeah. alabama black snake but it ain't no tent no damn two buku <laughs> oh man so what, we were what was it we were talking about man this is what happens so yeah so, so the, we were talking about the war right when we got know. motherfuckers with tbi and we forget <laughs> what the fuck we're talking fans. about <laughs> right. So the, the the war, right? The mm -hmm. war from Klingelman. Let me stop. So we were talking about um Ukraine, right? Yeah. All right. You what was it? You were saying? Oh, so right now what she's doing? They are claiming Russia is claiming that Ukraine is they're about to use a dirty bomb. Oh, I heard that they're gonna use a dirty bomb against their own people, right? Yeah. That's right. I did hear something about that, and that's just a nice way of saying. We're going to dirty bomb your ass and make it seem like you did it to your own. We're boat. going to use not so much dirty, but they, Russia's not going to use a dirty bomb. Russia's going to use a tactical nuclear weapon, which is a low yield nuclear weapon. We're talking about like five megatons or whatever, whatever it is. <laughs> like it's small. Like it's going to, it's not going to do that much damage, but the fallout, that's where it's going to come from. Right. Now, once a speck, one speck of radioactivity crosses that line to boat, to cross the line to Poland, mm -hmm. Latvia, Lithuania, Article Five. <laughs> Let's do this shit. <laughs> you know, you think Russia really wants? To, you think Putin really wants to see the U.S. and fuck no. Putin is looking at what these motherfuckers are doing with fucking with the equipment we're giving them. We're not even giving them our biggest, brightest, and, and greatest shit. We do have B fifty twos, F twenty twos, thirty fives, B ones on standby. The B-52s 
are in England right now. F-22s are in Poland right now. Try something if you want to, motherfucker. You, did you know there's an artillery round that we gave these motherfuckers that shoots out mines? What do you mean, like a DPCICM? Something like that. For those that don't know what a DPCICM, um, you, you know what, then you ain't artillery. It's and if you are artillery, you don't know what a DPCICM is. It's more new and conventional. It's more new and conventional. Okay. But I was I like, mean, holy shit. Because what's cool about the DPIC, the DPICM, I loved it. Was like I saw it where it explodes, and then all the little bomblets fucking fall out, and just. I think that's no, but these aren't bomblets. These are like legit mines. Oh, word! Yeah, it falls out the ass end, so it's flying. Oh shit! Yeah, badass. (laughs) That's badass. No, you know what's crazy? Um, I, if it does turn into something like that, though. He has his gun. He's they're gonna have the back of uh China's gonna have their back, which means North Korea is gonna have their back, which means that Iran's gonna have their back. Now, are we are, is the US gonna be in any danger? No, because the US is the fucking US. We're strategically placed somewhere. What it is gonna fuck up is the economies. Who's the, ours? Oh fuck yeah, dude. Oh, matter of fact, if you're not, this is the perfect time to start investing in steel. <laughs> Because this shit is about to pop off. Invest in fucking steel. Bro, I mean, <laughs> I, I just think about it like, honestly, it, we would be fucked. We, where we would really be fucked is if we had a fight on two fronts. And that would be, you know, with North Korea invading South Korea and with, uh, you know, China back in both uh-huh. Russia and North Korea, you know, with their... We would be fucked because no, we look, man. We could call it NATO all we want, bro. All it is is the U.S. and some friends. Yeah, let's be real. But this is what we got to think about this, right? We're still. I think that, like I said, man. I think that that nostalgia is just on you, man. And I get it as far as like, um, the depiction of war. Yeah, we we've evolved. It's not going to be so much of our troops with in Taiwan. It's going to be. This is where the Navy is really going to take effect, at, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. The Navy is really going to have to show up and show out And when it comes to Taiwan. The mm-hmm. Air Force is going to have to show up and show out when it comes to, to Korea. Yeah, we're still going to have boots on the ground, but the Air Force Air Force is going to be the backbone of this shit. Let's just face it. In any conventional war that we're having, the Navy and the Air Force are going to play a strategic role because they have to knock out the surface-to-air missiles, the radars, the early warning things, before we even think about putting troops on there. So they're going to have the biggest role to play in any war that we get in, man, just like the last one. Well, I mean, realistically speaking, all those uh, flip-flop shortwares are going to be the ones that are going to have to show out because they're the ones that got to go paint those targets. You know what I'm saying? Realistically speaking, you know, so, and luckily... You know, I, I'm sure there's a lot of black ops shit that we don't know about that goes down. No. You know what I mean? Even with the CIA. Mm. So, you know what I find funny? That they say that, like, the North Korea is the hermit kingdom and it's real hard to get spies in there. I guarantee you it's not that. I guarantee we still have spies. We're just playing dumb. Like, we don't know what the fuck's going on. Of course. Of course. Of course. You know. Oh, what the motherfuck? Whoa, 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 I done did something. I done did something wrong. Cancel, cancel, cancel. Sorry, I'm trying to save this fucking the second one. 
and I almost fucked up because I named it the same shit as the first one. About so, to replace that hoe. Yeah, man, that would not be good. Yeah. This is why I was a thirteen Bravo and not a Delta. But uh, no, nah, dude. Um, I'm echo. I'm echoing. No, I said not a something echo, whatever the fucking or twenty five uniform or whatever the fuck they are. Combo. Oh, oh fucking combo. Yeah, twenty five yeah. series. <laughs> yeah. Hey, y'all do what y'all do, combo. Handle y'all business. Uh, okay, there's that one. I got part two. Okay, that was cool. Now, what was okay? So we talked about that. Talk about Ukraine. Um, another one. So I mean, because a lot of motherfuckers think you know I'm all about minding my business. You know, take care of home, take care of home. But I find myself on that line, like, yeah, I want to take care of home. But then again, I think back about those fucking poor Iraqis, those poor fucking Afghans. You know, like. Man, that's poor Americans right now. I understand that, but I, I I can't afford to think about them. It sucks. I feel for, like I said, the, the vision that that little girl lives in my head. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there are people in America that are living in, in that are living in conditions that are below the standard that any American should live in. Oh, word, word. So you know. I have to worry more about that than I, I can't see that. I can go down the street and see people living in bad conditions. I've seen. The, the mother, father, and this kid right down the street at the Walmart having a sign and then, you know, going in there and getting something for them, you know, some you know. canned food. I can't do that over there in Iraq, but I can, right. do that. I can see that. You're right. But if we have the ability to do so, I mean, and that's and the worst just, part, you know, we're fucking all these. How much money have we given to the Ukraine already, man? Billions. OK, but it, it, are you just no. talking about Iraq and Afghanistan? Because we if that the case, what about we could we could talk about Africa. We could talk about India. Exactly. We could talk about like all these other places. And it's and, sad, especially when we see these kids living like that. It's and that's sad. where I wanted to get to. Hunt. That's exactly where I wanted to get to. You know, like at what point we have all this money that we're fucking printing, you know, all these trillions upon trillions that I can't even fathom. You know, I'm just a thousandaire. You know what I'm saying? I'm a thousand there, baby. Not even a hundred thousand there. I'm just a thousand there. I'm like a ten in there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I trip out on like when they start talking about all this money and debt and all this shit's like, where? You know, if we got all this money for that, can 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 y'all pay my fucking mortgage off then? We got money for wars, but can't feed the poor. Tupac said it. Yeah. I mean, we can feed the poor. But the poor doesn't want to eat beans and rice. So, no, that's hey. what you want to feed the poor. Say what now? Say that's what you want to feed the poor. Exactly. And yeah. what's so crazy is like, I know that the poor would be happy to eat that. And no. I, I guess you're saying that, like, the, when I said you want to feed the poor, then you're just like, exactly. Is that because, like, maybe during your upbringing, there's some stuff that you had to eat? Um, I ate beans and rice. But I said, like, but you said, like, that's we were talking about, you know, like feeding. Is that I said, is that what you would want to feed the poor? And you were like, yeah, yeah. I mean, here's what I feel. Um, if if it's going to be government funded, all right, like government housings, for example, then there should be a standard of government housing that they should live by, like on post housing. You know what I'm saying? I think well, that they should there should be a standard. There's and a standard, there's not, but it's a fucked up one. Have you been to government housing? Bro, I set a standard. Like, listen, okay. we're talking about Section Eight. Hey, mm-hmm. listen, the father can't be in the home; can't be a man living there. And that's where we, you know, what that leads to a whole other fucking. Yeah, and uh, I really. But we're not going to talk about that yeah. one right now. That's a whole other one that I would gladly love to hear your piece on it because I think you and I disagree, but agree on certain things on that. 
And uh, I would definitely, I would love to talk about that. But uh, let's let's kind of stick to the script on this one. Um, let's see, should we have stayed? We already did that one. Ah, go to war, go to jail. Uh, you know, we all know that famous cadence in the military. You know, um, you know, uh, got a letter in the mail. Go to war, go, go to jail. Or go to jail. So, I mean. I think depending on the crime or the alleged crime, I should say, obviously, you know, I think that I think the military can help in adjusting people's attitudes. Nope. No. Yeah. I, it can. Look at, man, no. Look at what happened with the surge. When the surge happened, mm-hmm. they were letting everybody in. Everybody. Mm-hmm. There were even people with kind of fucked up records coming in and it didn't change them. They were still getting fucked up. They were still getting kicked out. They were still doing shit that didn't change them. Well, I understand I mean, you may change, but I understand that you changed, but that doesn't mean they all did. Um, I just don't think that there should be a choice to go to war, go to go to the army or go to the, uh, or go to jail. I know that was the thing that, that people use it. I don't think it should be a choice. I don't even know if that was really a, an option. I mean, that sounds like one of those old wives tales, to be honest. Yeah. You know, but um, I, I just, I mean, at least obviously not now in um in in this era, it's not going to happen. Um, but I mean, shit, if you need bodies, I mean, shit, you ain't got to put them on, because everybody thinks that you know, if you're in a combat MOS, you must be dumb. Infantrymen, they don't just use boom, boom, pow, pow. We're gonna go. They got some high tech shit. They got to know how to use. You know what I mean? Same thing with the artillery. Same thing with all these motherfuckers. Thank you, Sophia, for keeping ruining things. I appreciate that. Well, um, you got to think about it. Even though they do have know how to do this, they're still pictures. The army dumbs everything down. There's pictures on the side of the AT4. There's pictures on the side of fucking everything to show you how you're supposed to do shit. Yes, but what I'm saying is, okay, a lot of motherfuckers don't know how to fill a radio. I mean, let's go back to the OANCD. You know what I mean? Um, I don't think a lot of cooks could fill a radio. And I'm not shitting on the cooks. I don't know if supply. I don't know if the water purifications. And that's what I'm saying. We could put their service into, you know? The, I don't know. The 42 Alphas. I don't know if any 42 Alpha know how to fill a fucking radio. Hell no. Nah. They don't even know how to fucking keep track. They don't know how to fill out a motherfucking form to, when they send it down to the to the battery level. What the fuck was that DA form? That, that 200. Yeah. DA 200. Yeah, I know that motherfucker. <laughs> Hell, if you don't want to get shit lost, yeah, you better know how to fucking keep track of that. But if you want proof, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. DA200 is all about proof. Mm-hmm. So, hey, listen, boom, I turned this into you. Hey, sorry, so and so. Hey, on this date, you, you <laughs> where's my shit at? Right. Oh, it's at Brigade. Okay. Hey, Brigade, what's going on? Did you get a DA200 from Brigade? Why not? So, why I got to do your job, Sard? Mm-hmm. Go get that fucking go. Come on. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> so, I mean, I think depending on the, on the, I think depending on the, uh, the record or the crime, you know, and voluntary, obviously. Hey, look, man, you get it. You fucked up. You stole a car. Now, here's your, here's your options, bro. GTA, baby. You can either get locked the fuck up or you can go and serve your country and we'll erase your record. You know, do. Yeah, we do were going to give five do, years in jail, but you can do five years in the army. And it just not died. even, bro. Not even. Check it out. <laughs> Because motherfuckers could plea bargain that shit down to get probation, right? So I'd be like, look, man, you can get probation, which you'll probably violate and get fucked up and get thrown in the system. And, you know, you'll just start becoming that number there. Or 
you can go in the military, do a three-year contract, you know, and if you do well, you know, honorable discharge, we'll just, uh, thank you for your service. yeah, thank you for your service. You know what I mean? Get some benefits, so man. Think, Get some cool benefits. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You need to stop that, Sophia. She's putting shit on my treadmill. At least somebody's using the treadmill, though. But um, all right. So that leads me to my next question, bro. What are the positives and negatives about mandating two-year service? We're no better than these communist countries that mandate it. We're supposed well, to be free. No, we're supposed to be free. They, they're are? communist countries. We're supposed to be free. But if we start mandating it, now we're taking away people's right to do this. This is a the, the, the beauty is no one is making us do this. This is all voluntary. We are volunteering. Is it a right or a privilege to join or to serve your military? It's a privilege. So if it's a privilege, why would you make it mandatory? Because okay. now it's not being a privilege. Now it's being a right. Oh, now it's a now it's mandatory. Right. It's a mandatory. Yeah, it's an obligation. Mandate. Yeah. So with that, let me ask you, let me, with that, you said communist countries are the ones that do it. North Korea is not, I mean, South Korea is not communist though. Yeah. Well, when I was thinking, you're right. Cause even, even, uh, and the Israel, Jews. They, yeah, mm-hmm. Israel, they, they, uh, okay, Kanye, you finna get canceled. <laughs> Why? You can't call them Jews anymore? Nah, man. No, 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 it's not that. Oh, uh, see, but yeah. as you can see, I am, yeah. I am well, way out of the, uh, out the of what's called. Yeah. The yeah. loop. Yeah. But no, you're right. There's a lot of countries that do that where you have to be. No, like this is all voluntary. You volunteer to do this. We like, no. I think a lot of those countries are at war with each with, with their neighbors. That's why they do that. Why this like God. And we really don't have nobody that we're at war with. But everybody fucking hates us. Because we're fucking. Anyway. Yeah, go ahead. Because we're what? No, we try to we try to spread ideas and values to the rest of the world instead of leaving them the fuck alone and letting them have their own shit and their own beliefs. But we want to spread Christianity. We want to spread. How the fuck you want to spread democracy? And this is a fucking republic. Oh, it's a democratic republic, right? It's a republic. We are an experiment at the end of the day. I am so sick of that shit, an experiment. It is. How long does a fucking experiment last? Until it fucking passes or fails. Until it's been oh. failing. Like, we're not going to get into this right now because I got it. It's going to be too long. This is definitely going to have to be for next week. All right. Well, <laughs> law, Well, last but not least, we'll end it with this question then. And I'm glad that, um, that it ended up being this one. I don't think I've asked it. Um, mm-hmm. Was it worth it? Going over there? Was it worth it? Yeah. Your time and service. Was it worth it? And going over there and experiencing everything. It was worth it just because, once again, because, like, my kids are set up for success now. So it was worth it at the end. For me, it was worth it because my kids are set up for success. They get their Chapter 35. They can go ahead and not need to feel like they have to join the military. They can succeed. They can do go to school for whatever they want to go to school in life. And if they want to join the Army or the military, go ahead. But right now, I've done everything I could do to set them up for success to where they don't have to do it. And it's not a last option. So... I'm glad you brought that up to me. Yeah, it was worth it. Um, joining the service and look, man, I wasn't one of those that joined the military because it was the last option. I joined the military. Um, yeah. And that's the thing. Like, you know, you and I are completely opposites on, yeah. you know, um, <laughs> I joined the military cause I wanted to be a fucking soldier. I wanted to, my, this country has given my family so much, you know, that I, feel it's uh, my my duty to thank 
this country, do my service for this country. Because, yeah, my mom and my dad were here illegally. And um, they give them the opportunity to become residents. So, and they gave my brothers and my sisters the opportunity to come here legally. And um, so with that, I had a sense of, of duty of like, thank you. You know, it's given us so much because yeah, did we live in a fucking fancy, beautiful place? No, we lived in South Central Los Angeles, one of the fucking worst areas that you could grow up in. But guess what? It's better than fucking El Salvador. It was better than growing up in Nicaragua. Because you know what? Our shittiest fucking ghettos here are still better than their fucking richest places out there. So I felt that my brother Ed, he joined out of service because he wanted to be a fucking Marine. He didn't join because he didn't have no options. He wanted to be a Marine. My brother Robert, he wanted to be a fucking Marine. My brother Romeo Ramiro, well, he kind of like, it was a last resort, but, but he, you know, joined the army. Yeah. And, you know, to me, I thought it was an honorable thing to join the Marine, I mean, the, the military. So, I mean, and somewhere down the line, you know, they can say, hey, yeah, you know, my great grand, my great great grandfather Danny, you know, he, he was a fucking GWAT veteran. My great 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 uncle Ed, he was a fucking Persian Gulf veteran, you know, and I did it because I thought a sense of duty. The army's yeah. not, or the military's not for everybody. And don't come into the military trying to change the military. You joined it, you signed a fucking contract. So don't get pissed off when they tell you to do things because the army doesn't need you. The army will continue rolling along eventually. You know, that's just how I feel about it. Call me a vet, bro. Call me whatever the fuck you want. Now, does the army need to progress on certain things? Obviously. But it shouldn't be a social experiment. And yeah, yeah, I, I, the yeah. army was the biggest social experiment. It when shouldn't it be. That's why I said it shouldn't be a social experiment. It was the biggest social experiment when it came to integration. You know, it was integrated at one time, then it was segregated, then it was integrated back again in the 50s. Integrated. So, it was integrated how? It was um, never integrated. It was you, supposed to be. I'm like, was, you had, okay, you had motherfuckers in a revolutionary war that were black fighting along with the motherfucking whites. Okay, you know? why? Why? Come on. Yeah, because why? it benefited. No, you know, because they were losing. That's the, the reason right. why. So it benefited to, them. But it was never permanent. That was not something that was permanent. So did you know that uh the that there was supposed to be in there a part in the in the whole Declaration of Independence and all that bullshit and the Constitution and shit like that? I forget which one it was. There was a part in there where you know, hey, you know, black folks is is humans too, but because it was not conducive, I guess you could say, to the times. That was the times, bro. I get it. That was the times. All right. If, if that was the times and it changed, then obviously you should know that now is a new time and things are changing. Okay. Now. But when I'm not going to compare chopping dicks off and mutilating your body to a skin color. Okay. I'm not, not going to do that. Y'all, so, I think that I and, think there's this misconception that doctors are going to do this at the age of 13, age 12, age of 10. You know doctors what? That, uh, there is not a misconception. There's these motherfuckers that already are fucking giving pills to kids to stop their fucking puberty from striking but that's another topic for another day 
That's another topic <laughs> yeah. for another day. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I, I get passionate just like I know you get passionate about it as well, <laughs> yeah. you know, but uh, I'm not going to compare a whole race of people to an identity crisis that people have, because just like they're gay one day, guess what? Later on in life, you know what? I was just going through a fucking phase. I ain't gay. I'm motherfucking straight. Unfortunately, a black man can't say, you know what? I don't want to be black no more. Unless you're Rachel Dolezal. She didn't want to oh, be yeah. white no more. And she turned yeah. black. And she even fooled the black folks. Dolezal uh, Targaryen. I saw that, bro. That <laughs> shit. Was, you know what? And with that said, we didn't even get to talk about that hot D. But it's okay. It's just not the same talking about the hot D without motherfucking Monica here. Yeah. We're going to have to drop another one. Hey, pause. Pause. What? What? Well, what'd I do? What'd I say? Oh my God! You're like it's not not cool talking about the hot D without Monica here, and I'm like, oh my pause. God, dude! <laughs> pause. See, see, that's the type of shit that that's y'all generation <laughs> shit right there, taking that shit to another level. <laughs> she knows what we talking about. God yeah, damn it. We're talking God about God House of Dragons. Dragons. Yeah, and we need Monica to talk said, about the hot D. <laughs> I'm just gonna say though that the motherfucker that's playing Eamon, I will say this: the motherfucker playing Eamon. The way he played that part of like the bully uncle, yeah, you know, just fucking around, fucking around, and then and oh. then shit went south. He played that part beautifully of like chef's kiss. Oh shit, I fucked. Yeah, up. we are wow. in some deep shit, and I'm, I'm gonna leave it at that. But hey, check it out. This weekend, I'm gonna do a shoot the shit episode with a Cold War veteran. Um, who um, he's on the TikTok. He just he hit me up on TikTok, and he's trying to get um, he's trying to get like some kind of recognition for those veterans that were in Korea, for example. Yes, you know at the DMZ who were out on missions and uh, aren't getting the recognition, you know, because they were actually out on missions on patrols seeking motherfuckers from North Korea that were trying to come in and shit like that. So I want to hear his story. You know what I mean? So he's going to be coming here to shoot the shit on Friday. Hunt, if you want to be a part of that, let me know. Um, if you're busy, I got it. But if you want to be a part of it, cool. Uh, so anyways, uh, his name is, I don't have it with me right now. Uh, it's in my messages, and I don't know how to get to those <laughs> through here. Uh, oh, here it is. Uh, his name is uh, Ed Flores. His, na- his TikTok name is Big Ed Flores. So he's on the tickety talks. So we'll definitely go ahead and check that out. Let me go ahead and just check and see if anybody responded to uh, my call up for action. You know what I mean? Uh, regarding uh, the TikToks and one second. I'll be right back. being attacked now by an enemy that has no boundaries they're called liberals as for russia or china don't want to smoke (laughs) hey brother just so you know um got the homie vigilance 1131 on the uh on the tiktoks uh he said the following um i think we're being attacked now by an enemy that has no boundaries they're called liberals. As for Russia or China, 
they don't want they don't want no smoke. So See, I will let you go ahead. You know what? Since they brought up liberals, I'm gonna let you reply to that. It's it's funny. Like this is the, what we're talking about. Like you've been saying that you, that like there's this war going on that's meant to divide us. Mm-hmm. People are doing this liberal conservative bullshit meant to divide us. It's the liberals. It's the liberals. It's the liberals. They're the ones that want to change everything. They want to have this. They want to have this. They're trying to take away heritage. They're trying to take away our way of life. Like get the fuck over it. No one is doing that. That is a bullshit narrative. The liberals, this the liberals that when somebody's in war, do you think they're going to ask their battle buddy to the left and the right? Are you a liberal? Are you a conservative? Are you an atheist? Are you a Jew? Are you a Muslim? Are you Hindu? Are you Buddhist? Fuck no. So if we're not going to do that shit, then why do y'all do this shit now? Why do y'all feel the need to do this shit now? It makes no sense. And I'm just replying to uh, Vigilance 1131 that we're discussing his uh, comment right now. Um, You know, again, it's one of those things where divide and conquer, you know, divide and conquer. And people keep sipping that Kool-Aid, you know, motherfuckers go far left, motherfuckers far right. You know, um, it's uh, I'm so far left. I got my guns back. (laughs) (laughs) Haven't heard you say that shit in a hot minute. Um, but no, I mean, at at least I'm happy that, uh, that somebody did retort, you know, or give us back some feedback. Um, and ultimately I appreciate those who, uh, who have, um, come on here. Bro, I'll tell you straight up, it's going to be a grind, but you can increase you you definitely can increase it your you know, you're just gonna have to do the bit you just gonna have to have linda do that editing like she was doing before well it's not that hunt. i think a lot of it has to do with i don't play the algorithm game i don't censor myself i'm not gonna say grape you know instead of saying the fucking word i'm not gonna you know cut myself and i'm not gonna censor it will be like me censoring you you know what i'm saying and that's not what we do here and our shit is gonna get there by word of mouth, bro, you know? Yeah. And um, so with that, it's just, is is mainly the reason why they say that is just to, because you got to remember, there are young people on that app. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to do, trying to still protect them from certain things. So wow. it's not so much censoring yourself. You can't look at it like that, that you're censoring yourself. It's not censoring yourself. It's okay. I understand that it's supposed to be, you know, there's standards and guidelines. We're supposed to be, you know, trying to keep this safe for everybody. Mm-hmm. If we actually say this, you know, that word, then here's the thing. The reason we call this shit on the gun line is because we talk like we did on the gun line. We ain't going to censor ourselves. I'm not going to censor you. The only thing, if anything, I would say, like, you know, if you're going to talk about somebody, make sure that they're there, you know, or that they have an opportunity to respond. You know what I mean? That's the only thing I would. But at the same time, you know. I, I'm guilty of dropping names like a motherfucker. I call motherfuckers out. You know what I mean? And I will continue doing that. And uh, to my homeboy, Black Sheep 7 Herb, uh, he said, very interesting topics. Everything happens for a reason. God is omnipotent and life is precious. You know, I agree with you 100%. He was one of my Joes back in the day. Um, I agree with him 100%. And um, I do want to have a theological conversation because... I find myself uh, at end sometimes with that one. Well, this is what you need to do. Instead of writing them back, make a response video to that and to just make it brief. It could be a minute or three minutes and put that out there. And then before you hit send, there's going to be the hashtag, the et, and then the friends. 
hit the hashtag button and see the hashtags they're using. I, bro, you are talking Chinese to me right now, and I appreciate ah, you trying ding, to help ding, me. Ding. Get it? Chinese TikTok. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> See, everything is made by China. <laughs> well, there goes our viewership in our yeah. algorithm. I know, uh, right? Hey, man, as usual, I appreciate your fucking constant uh, support, bro. I, I know that you put it out there. Hey, y'all go check out uh, my brother over here, my, my hotel. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, nah, trust me. I, no, there's some hotep motherfuckers that I do not fuck with on that. Net. I don't fuck with the hotepies. I don't fuck with the Moors. The Moors are on one too. But now nah, you Whoa. know, I love the fact that you know we we have great conversation here. You know, and these topics, I think, were ones that we're missing here on the gun line for a while. Mm -hmm. You know, because it's military related, it's politically related, and it's uh from our perspectives. You know, from veterans. Now, I'm not saying that if you lie on the right, you don't have a, a a a dog in the hunt, you know. It's just that, you know, I would love to hear your perspectives as well on all these questions, whether you're a civilian, I would love to hear them. And it's not that your voice is any less or any more. It's equal, just that, you know. Um, Separately equal. It's just a different view. It's a different <laughs> point of view, you know. And it to me, it's just hard for me to, it's like going to a, a psychologist, bro. It's like going to a shrink. It's hard for me to go to marriage counseling and take marital advice if you're a single person. How the fuck are you going to give me advice on something that you don't know about? You know, maybe I mean? now you've okay, read so books. They're single right now, but maybe they were married. Maybe they don't want to let you know that they were married, but okay. you're just that they're single. So, okay, well, um, got it 100%. But if you're a single motherfucking female, fresh out of college, how are you going to tell me about marital advice? Okay, so. Sorry, bro. Oh, man, Jesus. I wish we had what? more time, but Why? I got to go. What you got? Because, like, that, that, that analogy is the same thing that, like, we keep saying with the vet bros use where, oh, if you didn't have a combat patch, how can you kind of lead somebody through combat? Well, guess what? In 2003, who the fuck had a combat patch? We had to go over there and just learn. So okay, so and that was like trial by fire. Motherfucker getting out of college, trial by fire. And that's cool, man. I mean, um <laughs> Dracaris, motherfucker. Yeah. Dracaris. I think I'll get a dog and I'm gonna name him Dracaris. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a dog and that's Bro. gonna be I'm getting a little lap dog. I'm getting a little chihuahua or something, and I'm gonna name him Dracaris. Because they be <laughs> Bro, my axolotls, if I get another one, I'm gonna name that motherfucker Dracaris. You got to name it fucking uh, Vagar. Ah, oh, Vagar and fucking, uh, what is it, Balerian? Yeah, Balerian, oh. yes. Oh, especially if you get a black one. That'd be dope, the name of Balerian. <laughs> All right. With that being said, hey, round complete, <laughs> intermission, gun line out. March order, motherfuckers. We'll catch y'all on the next episode. Bye, y'all. Deuces. Oh, go check out the homie, Virgo82. Ah. <laughs> Right? Is it Virgo 82? Something like that. Yeah, King Virgo 82. King Virgo 82. Go check out the homie. Uh, he's got some great content out there, especially if for you're a brother. If you're on the <laughs> yeah. darker side. You for know, the lips. And uh, yeah, and if you're a, a full-fledged lib, and if you white and like dark-skinned men, go to his channel. He'll Come love on. you back. All <laughs> I know is that one day he will look like fucking Cordis Valerian. I can't wait. Man, I cannot wait till I start getting gray hair, and I got these locks. That's salt and pepper. Mm, mm, mm. I Damn, can't wait. Baby. You looking sexy to me already. <laughs>
Oh yeah, I'll pull less is lots, especially coming out the water. Oh, you gonna let me pull on? I need to, I need to, I need to go audition to play a a younger Corleus Valerian because they're coming out with a prequel, the season. So I need to go play. I got a lot. Natural there's locks. a lot of fucking prequels that are coming out. Not prequels, but there's a lot of fucking. And I'm happy that I just Spins. hope they don't oversaturate it like they did with Star Wars. Not yeah. that I'm a Star Wars geek, but this is something I'm more interested in. Like, I can't wait to see the Snow Saga. I can't wait to see. Yeah. I hope that they do something with fucking um, with Arya. Arya. They should have. That's that. what they should have done. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they. I think they, they really should have did it with her and the Hound, maybe. Dude, but the Hound's dead, unfortunately. I know. That's why I say they should have did one with her and the Hound. Dude. Or if they could fill in gaps of like what her and the hound did, but the, you know what? They're, she's too old. Already. Nah, you man, know nah. the hound was cool. I like the hound. And or you know what would be really cool though? The snow and the ginger dude. Or yeah. if, <laughs> if, if the ginger actually ended up fucking marrying Brienne, that would be funny as fuck. That's that, that motherfucker was like Brienne, the fucking tarp you, is your is your lady. He's like, did you, you bring the? Is like, did you bring the big woman? <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuckers drinking that goat milk right before the battle. <laughs> Yo, that was a hard motherfucker, though. That was a hard hit. Yeah, he was. All right, <laughs> our time's running out here, y'all. Rouse complete in a mission. Gunline now. We'll catch y'all here on the gunline. Hope you enjoyed your time. Hit us up on the gunline at gmail.com. Go check out the merch. It's all the links in there. And go check out the homie fucking King Virgo 82. All right, y'all. Deuces. I'll holla Peace. at you, Hunt. Thanks, Pete. Right. No problem. Later.